Hello and welcome to the 24th edition of the Local Lidar Podcast. My name is Zach Fischoff and I am, as always, joined by... Danny Shannon, sir. All right, you had me worried there for a second, Danny. I didn't think your audio was working, but alas, we will... I need you to move over to your... Uh, your, your off-centered. But, but that seems worth it. Anyway, we will proceed that the other way. We are going to proceed on with... Never get this right. With uh, with uh, today's program, so today we're going to talk about the first of Chargers, Danny, uh, cleaning house, firing both head coach, um, what's it, Dan Staley, and general manager Brandon Staley. Thank you, Brandon Staley, and general manager. Yes, I forget what his name is. Zach, dude, it's great to be with you as always, man. But when you lose, or when you give up forty-two points and a half, and then proceed to lose. 63 to 21 to a team to the that's team, not to a team that it's sorry to interrupt mere days ago got shut out by somebody. Yeah, no, Zach. So we dude. literally found it. We were just we were doing this podcast live like not even a half hour ago. So we really weren't able to do much in the way of show prep prior no. to the program taking place. No, Zach, you dude, you're you're exactly right, man. Like I know we're Steelers fans, so we have no room to talk considering we lost to back-to-back two-win teams. But the Raiders, that win moved into six and eight. And, you know, Brandon Staley is a guy that's thought has thought to have been, you know, the the um, Sean McVay kind of 2.0 because uh, how, how much he relies on, you know, analytics and how much he, you know, trusts the uh, – Trusts what the computer tells him and how he's supposed to be this innovative, uh, this innovative uh, co- coach for the next generation. And you know, I think there there was some there was some of that to um, to begin with. You know, when the Chargers when he kind of brought a, a fresh um, a fresh look to the Chargers. But man, oh man, Zach, when you give sixty three points to the Raiders. Like you, something's got to change, and yeah. and the Chargers, I feel like are always a team. We always, you know, hear everybody talking how the char. This could be the Chargers' year, and if the Chargers just, you know, stay healthy and win the games they're supposed to win, they'll be right in the mix. But they never are, Zach. And I think that, you know, um, Brandon Stanley had had uh, his lease cut short, and for for good reason. Yeah. And Zach. To, to pivot to the Steelers here and how this kind of makes the Steelers look like Brandon Staley, again, as we mentioned, was a, um, you know, new innovative head coach that, you know, was thought to bring great change to the Steelers organization or the Chargers organization. But they, you know, at the end of the day, the, their owners decided to, to clean house, letting go their general, general managers as well. But Zach, that makes me think like, how much longer can Tomlin's leash be? Should Tomlin's right. leash be? Because this is a young young guy that you know had his chance, and it obviously didn't work out for him. Mike Tomlin's had his chance these past oh, seventeen years. Seventeen years, yeah, right. And we've only won four playoff games since twenty sixteen. Yeah. So, like, and I, you know, it takes a lot of guts, honestly, to do what the Chargers did, Zach. Yeah. Um, so like, honestly, credit to them because they realized in the middle of the season that man, oh man, this isn't working. So, I mean, I'm going to, 
like I obviously the, the Chargers are sitting at five and nine after that blowout loss. So this year, the, the rest of the year is kind of uh, um, a throwaway year a little bit. But like I just am going to be curious to see kind of how the Chargers ap- approach in, in rebuilding the the um, leaders of this, of this franchise. And I'm honestly real looking for um, Art Rooney the second here to you know to to look at what the Chargers are doing. And see how they proceed because this should be, um, this honestly isn't too far away for for the Steelers. Honestly, or at least I don't think that it, that it should be because you know when something doesn't work, you move on. That's what the Chargers yeah. did. Now it's time for the Steelers to do the same thing if this keeps happening. Yeah, keep that in mind. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, but but first, moving on to the uh, moving on to the AFC playoff picture, Danny. Uh, your thoughts with currently? I believe it is five or six teams. Currently sitting at a record of seven and five. What what do you think? Uh, how do you think the playoffs are going to shake out for the AFC? Uh dude, it, it, this is going to be a super super entertaining um, last few weeks to the season, man. I mean, there are still scenarios where the Jets could make the playoffs. Yeah. Now, obviously, that is not going to happen because you know the 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 teams like the um. The Ravens at the number one number one seed, they're not going to lose out. Same with the Dolphins because everybody plays each other. But you get the point that there's still scenarios where the the New York Jets uh, behind Zach Wilson could make, could still make the playoffs. So I mean, and it's just so funny because it literally the in the hunt graphic that always shows up uh, on on that. at footballs on something. There, there, there's like 15 teams in there. Like, yeah, I mean, and that's dude. This is what you want for the, uh, for the sport of football, man. But I, dude, and it, this pains me to say, Zach, the the Ravens look really, really good. Like their offense, Zach. They put up forty one points against the the Rams, and um, Tywin Wallace uh, had a tremendous, tremendous punt return. Call it right the, now. Are, are the Ravens getting to the Super Bowl right now? Dude, right now. they. They honestly are my are my Super Bowl pick from the from the AFC, and that pains me to say. But but they do, they have they have everything. Like they they really have a solid solid team, and um, I mean it's just gonna be it's just gonna be super fun super fun to watch. And I think you know in terms of um like just um where the uh. How the how the NFC shakes out, man. I mean, I, I do. I think the I think the um, the Eagles are still a good team. You know, I know they've had a couple couple losses, man, but they're still right right in there. The 49ers could go on a run. I mean, there there's just so many. The Cowboys. I I, I every year I I, I want to pick the pick the Cowboys, man. But but I uh, and I think this this year might be their year, honestly. So I'm gonna say. Right now, if I had to pick a, um, a, a uh, Super Bowl, it would be Ravens-Cowboys, man. And those are two teams that have been, you know, in in the hunt for the past couple of years. I think they might get over the hump this year, man. Get to hear, uh, we get to hear Doug Prescott say, here we go, like, 50 times. Yeah, exactly, so, man. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, moving on to the uh, Steelers game at hand here. They play uh, actually uh, tomorrow at yes. uh, 4.30 p.m. Oh, Ken in the chat. Welcome in, welcome in. He he says, Ken says, in your opinion, 
if the Steelers lose the next game, uh, will Tomlin be fired prior to season's end? And who would become interim coach if so? Danny. Oh, man. Ken, I don't think that the Steelers' ownership is ever going to fire a coach in season, especially Mike Tomlin. Like, I think that um, they're just – they're not – that type of or organization, and sometimes I I wish there were, um, Zach honestly because dude after the after the pair of two win losses like all Pittsburgh man, I mean I I dude I needed I needed a day to collect my thoughts man I mean it was it was rough coming in on, on Friday man and just having to having to deal with that watching all the the action on Sunday, um I don't think the the um. Steelers are going to do are going to fire Mike Tomlin in season though because here here's the frustrating part Zach here is literally the frustrating part in my opinion and I'm just gonna be curious if, if you share the same sentiment I mean I think that there is a good chance that the Steelers will finish you know nine and eight somehow sneak in as the as the seventh seed to the playoffs and we're gonna have this same conversation over again. Like oh, yeah. the, the the like the national media is gonna be like another nine nine and eight season. Like that's the pr- frustrating part. Zach is like I know we d- do not look like a good. We're, we are not a good football team right now, but we still might find a way to win games that we're not supposed to win, and that gives yeah. us as Steelers fans false hope. And I, that just annoys me so much. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the question, Ken. By the way. Uh, yeah, Ken, I, I, <laughs> if the Steelers lose, and that segues into our next segment again, uh, if the Steelers lose, I feel like Tomlin should at least be on the hot seat. Because yes. in, the national media, it is, I have not yet found a national media member that has put Tomlin on the hot seat. For whatever yeah. reason, Tomlin and like, like guys like Jay Glazer in the, nas- yeah. in the national space really go as far as they can to defend Tomlin. And I think that if the Steelers lose uh, on, lose tomorrow, that I think that he should at least be on the hot seat. Yeah. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll pull a Chargers and do it the next day, but right. I think it should be at least be considered, but I don't think it'll happen in the Steelers organization. Because but, you gotta, I mean, Jack, you gotta do that at that point because yeah. that's this is three. This if we, I mean, and obviously we we're still somehow, some way, in a playoff spot right now. Somehow, yeah. like, but it, I mean, if we dude, if we lose the Colts, and then if we let's say we we lose uh we lose two, you know, even even uh let's say we lose how many games we got left? We got we're uh, seven and six right now. So we got four games. If we if we lose two of the four and end up at eight and nine, man, I mean, like, that's not good. And I know that's yeah. only one game away. You know, if one game went – but we lost the two two-win teams, Zach. Yeah, so it, in a row. It, it, it can't always be about, you know, what the record says, you know? It, it, like, because we have to look at, like, the quality of the on-field product. And right now – it's not there, Zach. And I think, you know, we can we can scapegoat all we want about the Steelers offense and Matt Canada. And but now with Matt Canada being gone, it, it's it's squarely on Tomlin, man. Because yeah. he shouldn't be he should not have even let Matt Canada call plays for 40 some games. I mean, that's just that's bad. 
Yeah. Yeah, so in, in Chochen, I don't think the Tom will be fired after the... Um, I need to make you a moderator. Yeah, we're going to do that. I'm going to make you a moderator in Chochen. So uh, whenever we do get big and we actually do get people talking in here, then you can, uh, can make sure the chat remains civil for us. Thank you in advance for that. And thank you for your question, Ken. All right, now. And lastly, what's, what do we say? we got 15 minutes. All right, we can, uh, let's talk about the pens. And the power play has seemingly sprung. Daniel, they have four goals in the past uh in the past 72 ish hours uh yeah. you, your thoughts on the very quick turnaround for the penguins power play after going uh hold on oh for 37 i think it is yeah yeah i think that's where it was zach yeah i mean zach dare i say that the trip to canada has has rejuvenated the penguins man i mean like we i feel like a lot of times the Penguins, you know, get to a, a game, you know, get deep into a game, and then come over time for whatever reason, whether it be a missed call, as we've seen earlier this year, or just running out of gas, we, we, we fall short, and we only pick up one point. You know, that, that was not the case, Zach, uh, on uh, Wednesday against Montreal, man. I mean, I was just super, super thrilled, honestly, to see power play production and also to see um, just us not give up when we easily – I mean, the shoot didn't the shootout – the shootout went 12 rounds, I believe, Zach. Yep. And, Alec, and, and Nadelkovich stayed tough, man. Yeah, got injured I mean, in the middle of it and then, I, and then, and then played five more rounds. Alex Nadelkovich is a pretty dang good backup goaltender, man. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. he like and he, he even said, I mean, the longest shootout that he'd been a part of to that point was six rounds in the in the NHL. Yeah, and that, that he goes, he basically did two regular shootouts and did not fold. And Jansen Harkins on the on the dad's trip yeah. got the uh, got the, got the goal that decided it, man. I mean, I yeah. think that is a. Statement win for the Penguins. He actually did four because because aren't, aren't NHL shootouts aren't they three man? I think they're three man. What's that? Aren't NHL shootouts three man or are they five man? Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're, they're three man, so it's four. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, four regular. Yeah, yeah, four, four regular yeah. shootouts. Right, right, right. Um, uh, all right. Uh, where was I going to go with that? Um, yeah, I, I'll talk about the, the Douglas for a second. I mean, that really just shows the resilience. Of uh, Nadalkovich is he was he got injured, excuse me, in I think the fifth or yeah, fourth or fifth round of the shootout, and he uh, he got back in there. Yeah. Um, and it got to a point where I'm thinking, are they gonna? What, what do we do when we run out of guys? I mean, <laughs> right. I it, it was like I think it was Jansen Harkins that got the um. Yeah, got the, Harkins uh, got the winning goal there. Um, I like Jansen Harkins. He he deserves more of a shot. Yeah. Um, Danny, just your thoughts on the Pens the last couple of games, and then we can. Uh, Wrap this up here? Yeah, no, I mean, Zach, like, like you said, man, I mean, dude, we were obviously deep in uh, deep in sadness when the Penguins were 0 for 37 on the power play because the power play is made up of a, a number of Hall of Famers. So, I mean, we did, we, when we got, we got, we got Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and Carlson on our power play, and mm-hmm. we couldn't score for 30, 37 times. But, Zach, that just shows right ebbs and flows of a season. Right, 
And, you know, we just got to weather, weather the storm and peak at the right time, you know. And I think, I mean, when you take care of business, like like uh, against the Coyotes, man, you know, and, and be a team like Montreal on the dad strip. Which I, I, dude, I think the dad strip for the for the NHL is just super. That's yeah. super awesome. Like, dude, I, I mean, I just love watching watching their celebration at, at the after the end of that shootout. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be um, the, I mean, the Maple Leafs. We play the Maple Leafs tomorrow, and the Maple Leafs. Looking at the record right now, 15, 6, and 6, Zach. So, yeah. you know, they're they're always always in the mix. Um, and they're a high, you know, high-powered offense, right? So, yeah. so our defensively, we definitely um, got to kind of yeah. keep uh, everybody at bay, you know. But, I, Zach, I'm, I'm obviously super excited that we finally got – and I hope that we can get to sustained success on the power play. I, I really yeah. – I'm, I'm really hoping about that, man. Yeah, we have a busy day Saturday, Ken. We're going to talk about some pit basketball for you here in a second. We got uh, we got uh, South Carolina State playing pit in basketball at two o'clock tomorrow. We got the Steelers at four thirty. We got the Pens at seven. So a full day of football. All right, man. Uh, let's talk let's about yeah, let's talk about pit basketball first for Mister Ken out there, and then we can talk about the tips to win for the Colts, Steelers v Colts, and then we can wrap this thing up. So first, Danny, your thoughts on pit basketball? As we said, yeah, today. yeah, playing, um, playing South Carolina State tomorrow, Zach. And, uh, you know, South Carolina State is a team that we should beat, right? I think that kind of goes saw, without, I saw we're favored by 27 and a half, so yeah, that, that kind of goes without, without saying, obviously. Um, but you never want to t- take a, a team for granted, you know, and I think, um, any team in college basketball can hit shots, you know what I mean. Correct. And just go on, go on runs. But Zach, I mean, we got South Carolina State, and then we got Purdue for a win, and then, dude, then it really kind of, kind of ramps up here, man. I mean, we got Syracuse, then UNC, and then we Louisville. So we, we get right into ACC play in, in these next uh, after these next two tune-up games against SC State, and um, and uh, sorry, I, I had it for uh, Purdue for a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean. And we saw, you know, against Canisius, this is a team that, you know, I oh. definitely thought we were favored um, by at least 20 points. And um, we, uh, we we beat them 82 to 71. And, and yeah. that was after the – that was – it was – we were down going into halftime, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, I dude, I'm just looking for – I mean – Obviously, I want Bob Carrington to continue to impress. I mean, through through ten games, man, eleven games now, dude, he's been he's been really really good. Um, he's uh, I feel like that with the Diaz Graham twins too. Like we have definitely we have the poten- potential. We just gotta you know be consistent. And I mean, with with a guy like Blake Henson. I mean that West Virginia man, game, man. I mean, you can make a case that he was uh, the best player on the floor. He was the best player on the floor, and af- as a result of that game, you can make a case that he's one of the best shooters in college basketball. So I, I think the biggest thing for Pitt is obviously rebounding because we got. I mean, there were times against like, in that Canisius game where we got Pitt got out rebounded. So rebounding is going to be a vocal point for Pitt in. Uh, ACC play, especially. 
Um, but I mean, how can you not be excited um, to watch a pit team with with a number of new faces, man? I mean, we talked earlier. I mean, dude, we got we got um, Ishmael Weggett that that was a tremendous player at Rhode Island, you know, and he's been he's been really good. He just got to, again consistency is the name of the game for for Pitt. Um, just because he can shoot the lights out of the ball when he's on, he just gotta you know make the make the routine plays routinely to yeah. to court it court a Tomlin get a Tomlin court in there. But I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Uh, Danny, call it right now. Are, is are the is this pit team in the in uh, in the mix in March? Are they one of the sixty four? I, I think so, Zach. I, I think yes. so. I mean, I I, I think so, dude. I, I think I, I, I think so too. It's going. To, I I think it'll be a lot like last year, where it's going to come down to the the ACC um, tournament, and we got to win a few games there to really solidify our spot. Like we're we're going to be on the bubble, man. But I think like looking around the the ACC, obviously, I mean they're like obviously UNC and Duke are, are big big uh, big competition here, and Miami's always tough. But like this conference is pretty wide open, you know. It's yeah. not like. It's not like uh, Duke a few years ago where we just – remember when Pitt just got absolutely annihilated by Zion Williamson and RJ oh, Barrett? Yeah. Yeah. Was like, I mean, it's Duke's not like like that anymore, you know? The ACC, for better or for worse, probably for worse, isn't isn't like that because now, you know, our strength of schedule isn't, isn't as good. But, I mean, for a team like Pitt, it's better to be in a wide-open field, you know, because Pitt's never – um, you know, aside from aside from the Big East days where we were ranked, you know, uh, nationally, like right, the Pitt program isn't built to be a powerhouse. But I definitely see this team um, getting to March, just scratching and clawing and, and finding a way because because we are very gritty, Zach. You know what I mean? Like I I just love that our team hustles, man. So yeah. I'm I'm excited, man. And Danny, very quickly, uh, your thoughts – or I'm sorry, not your thoughts, your tips to win for the Steelers versus the Colts. Uh, Zach, I would say just please, 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 please try to execute way better than you did against the Cardinals and the Patriots because – Great answer. I'm We just – like we have, again, we got – we have a chance, you know, yeah, this, you know. this is where we're at. For, so, you know, I'm looking and I know it's hard to, to turn the page, say to turn the page to all the players, you know, uh, when we as fans are still not turning the page, but my hope is that they're, they have turned the page and are solely focused on Saturday at four 30 against the Colts. Cause again, the Colts are a team that we, we can beat, you know, but we also, Zach, we cannot, like, we got to want it. You know, I think a lot like Big Ben was saying that maybe, you know, that the, the Steeler tradition isn't the same as it, as it was and how, you know, um, reports have said that, that the, uh, the, the team's not as close as, as uh, they've been in, in the past. You know, it's, it's not the same um, vibe in the locker room as, as it had been in the past and that sometimes, you know, Players think that because they wear the Steelers' colors, that that entitles them to wins. We got to know who we – we are the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, we, like, deserve to have swagger mm-hmm. uh, about us. Like, we, we – you know, we, we know who we are. We know what we've built, you know. 
but we also at the same time got to channel that and like fight, man. I mean, I I just want to see, I just want to see a team that's hungry and mad that we lost to two two win teams because we should be absolutely furious about that. I mean, Zach, think about what it would be like if instead of sitting at seven and six, we were sitting at nine and four. You know, and that's what everybody thought that, that would happen. That didn't happen. But still, again, I keep saying somehow, some way, we're right in the mix. So show who we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Danny, your 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 uh, brief final thoughts on all things discussed here on this uh what is it, Friday afternoon. Yeah, Zach. No, man. I mean, dude, like you like you mentioned, we have a ton of Pittsburgh sports on on Saturday, and I am Absolutely here for it, man. I mean, it's just going to be uh, a great, great, um, great Saturday and a great uh, holiday season for um, the sports world. And Zach, uh, enjoy, enjoy the weekend, buddy. Enjoy, enjoy all the sports, man. I always appreciate you, buddy. Hey, uh, episode what is twenty five on Sunday? Perhaps maybe Sunday, Monday. Oh yeah, dude. We gotta gotta get um. We'll do some uh, some Steelers uh, Steelers talk. I'm sure, man. Sunday clear for you. Yeah, should be. We could probably okay go go in the morning. All right, you heard it here first. Uh, episode number twenty five coming at you on Sunday at a time to be determined. You will get it. I will talk about that off the air. Uh, as always, thank you to Ken for the question and always tuning in, sticking with us all the way through yesterday today. Thank you, thank you, sir, and thank you to Danny for all of his work. I mean, he is he is disappeared off the screen. And uh, lastly, thanks to everyone else who listens or watches this episode after it airs. Until next time, he's Daniel, I'm Zach Bishop, and we will talk to you next time right here on the, this has been the 24th edition of the Local Lowdown Podcast. Thank you for watching.